Welcome to Positive Minds Only Podcast. This is your host, Ken Kenneth McKinney, and we're back with another episode. So, welcome to Positive Minds Only Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Emily McGill. She's a tarot reader. She's a storytelling strategist. So, we're going to get to know, and hopefully we can get a reading uh, going on this podcast. And actually, this is like, like I said, six months since I've been gone, and I never did it on video like so now i'm putting this on video so we're going to start a new trend for going forward on the podcast so i uh, hope you guys like the episode uh, make sure you like subscribe give it a thumbs up and we're going to get into this episode so how are you doing today emily i'm doing well kenneth thank you so much for having me you're welcome you're welcome i'm glad that uh you reached out to be on the podcast uh, I actually had a private like 20 or 30 like, different emails of people wanting to be on, but like, uh-huh. in, like during that past six months, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good on it. I'm good. And then I see, yeah. yours, I'm like, okay, this is bringing me back out. Like, Oh, uh, wow. Oh, what an honor. So and today is 2 2 22. It is. So, like, what a portal just, today. We've got exactly. five twos across the board. Definitely. So it was an all-in-one alignment for me getting back on the podcast. So excellent. What a way to start it. <laughs> excellent. We love to see it. So we're gonna. Ask, how did you get into tarot reading? Well, before we get into that, okay. Uh, let us know who Emily is. Mm. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm a spiritual seeker. I am a. Um, a devout believer in the power of community. And uh, I'm in the middle of New York city. So you're going to maybe hear a horn or two because there's currently a crane outside of my door or my window rather. So sorry about that. It's it's okay. It's nothing we can control. So uh, it's not going to hurt hurt the podcast at all. Excellent. Um, right. Eventually they get the idea that it's not helping. So they stop. So how um, uh, um, did me? I, yeah. So I got into tarot actually through my therapist. Um, in 2014, my grandmother passed away and I started therapy and my therapist would have me pull a card every now and again, whenever I was not sure what direction to go with something or was looking for some guidance. And um you know, a a couple of years into seeing her, I was looking for a daily practice to add to my life. There wasn't anything that I kind of did every day just for me. And I wanted to have that. So she said, why don't you start pulling a card? And I was like, well, I don't have a deck. And she said, well, that's okay. There's this app you could download. And so I did. I downloaded the Osho Zen tarot deck app. Um, and it was like, I don't know, it's like 10 bucks, which is nothing for a tarot deck pricey for an app, but nothing for a tarot deck. So, uh, I downloaded it and it set set a little reminder to pull a card every day. And that little red bubble would drive me nuts that I had to get rid of. So every day I would pull my card and, and I would get to just tap the screen and start to learn the meaning of that card and what it had to say. Um, and you know, sort of consider how I might 
either have been living that yesterday or could integrate some of those ideas into my day today. Um, and then shortly before the pandemic started, I was gifted my first deck. And I, at that point, it was the Osho deck as well. Like it happened to be the same deck from a different person. <clears throat> and so I was finally uh, offered the opportunity to start reading for other people and not just for myself, because it's kind of hard to do a reading on your phone. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's possible, totally possible, have done it, but, um, you know, better with cards. So, yeah. So I started doing more and more readings and um, I've, I've done a ton of podcasts. So thank you for uh, for inviting me on to join. I love talking to people about tarot and sort of demystifying it for people. Definitely. And like I said, I'm a big fan of tarot myself. Like, so mm-hmm. like, I can definitely. What's your favorite card to pull out the tarot deck? Uh, My favorite card to pull? Mm. For yourself, not for any, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Card. I think today it's the Ten of Cups. It changes. I like the But today it's the Ten of Cups. You know, cups are water, our emotions, our feelings, our intuition. And 10 being sort of the pe- the ultimate <clears throat> fullest expression of that. Um, just like a really full heart overflowing with love. Like that, that's where I am today. Yes. So my like, uh, I think it would have to be the star card or the food. Mm-hmm. I love the food card. Mm-hmm. Like I just, mm-hmm. uh, that's just me and totality. Like just a fool on his journey through life. But like not letting. The possibilities are endless. Exactly. So uh, when yeah. I when I first got into tarot, it was uh, YouTube. Nobody mm-hmm. recommended me or anything, but it, like I guess I'll, I've always been into astrology. And uh-huh. I know it's different, but they do work hand in hand. So absolutely, I got uh, came across pick a card readings on YouTube. Uh huh. Ever since then, like I was just hooked, and then like, yes. I buy my right because the cards don't lie. They don't, yeah. So, like, whichever one you're drawn to in that moment is the card for you. And you, the, the coolest part, I think, Kenneth, is that like you could go back to the same videos and the same posts at different points and yeah. pick different cards, exactly. And they all resonate <laughs> exactly with whatever moment you're in. Like, that's that would be a really fun test to like post something or like to you know to sort of uh do like a, a, a pick a card tarot reading and then you know revisit start to revisit them yeah. and see you know it's, it's the same three cards maybe but it's like which of those three cards is it that i'm drawn to today and they are like like i said they all resonate so yeah like i said when i remember first getting into uh tarot like the first card that kept coming out was the tower card I love the card. power card. At first, I didn't know. Like, I, like I thought it was something. Uh-huh. Bad, but in right. reality, my my uh, my foundations were kind of built on like uh, sturdy foundations, so that had mm-hmm. to be broke down. So, like, but I didn't mm-hmm. understand it back then, like in 2018. So now, when I get the tower card, I'm like, cool. Like, or depth, like, right? Whatever. What are we getting rid of? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, I I totally had this conversation on another podcast this week about how because yeah, when they asked which card was my favorite, that and in that moment, it was the it was the tower card. I love the idea of excavating everything to rebuild from a more solid foundation and it falling where it does in the major arcana 
you know, that, that human soul's evolutionary journey of the major arcana, it lands in that sort of two thirds of the way through. <laughs> so there have been lessons, there have been experiences, there have been trials and tribulations and triumphs across, you know, the journey you've gotten to. And now it's sort of like, the, to me, the tower card is like the card before like the final push. And mm -hmm. it's like the final like expansion and growth into the fullness of what it's, it is to be. And that's what, what makes me love the tower card all the more. Like, yes, it, it comes with experience, like knowing like, mm -hmm. at first out the perspective I had on the tower card was like a bad thing, but understanding like overall, like nothing's really bad if it's for your growth. So, mm -hmm. uh, you say you're into spirituality. What about yes. reincarnation? What are, what are your thoughts on reincarnation? Well, I think that souls are infinite, so they don't end. Um, but the human body is a vessel that the souls use to express themselves here um, in the school of life on earth. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I think that we use all kinds of different methods to be on earth as souls and spirits from plant life to animals to human life to subatomic particles you know what i mean like across the board because ultimately we're all energy to begin with so and end with <laughs> and that like that's the more uh that's uh, the best answer i've ever got when i ask somebody about reincarnation really i promise you like most of the time wow. like, yeah, I, I believe in it but i'm not too much sure but to actually get an answer like that like I've never received that type of answer. And I'm a person yeah. who, like, reincarnation is my thing. Well, uh -huh. not anymore, like, but I, as far as my podcast and starting it, now, uh -huh. I would talk about my reincarnation over my different past lives that I remember. Yeah, I'm so, that's something I'm really curious about is past life regressions and past life experiences. Um, I've had, you know, a few shamans and, like, people I've worked with tell me that I have experiences to share. And I personally think that my soul is, can I swear on your podcast? Okay. Just checking. You know, some people aren't into that. Um, so my soul is fucking ancient. I mean, ancient. I know this for a fact because I'm obsessed with ancient history documentaries. I can't get enough of literally the most boring, like anthropology class kind of thing. Like, like it could be the, there's, nothing interesting about like how the story is being told and I am yeah. still hooked it can be so dry and I am so hooked in like how these communities lived how these societies worked how people learned and moved through the world and like I mean if I could go back to the library of Alexandria holy shit <laughs> like that oh my god you know that would just be uh, so cool if you can go back in time to one civilization which one would that be? That's the thing I can't pick. I can't pick because I mean, I'm so curious about what happened in, you know, Mesopotamia as humanity was even evolving into the very beginnings of culture and society. And when we were moving through caves and, you know, before we started to build cities and you know we have so much information on ancient egypt and that's awesome but like what about the rest of ancient africa what about you know uh the the ancient cultures that that weren't written 
and we don't have that we're all oral traditions like there's so much that we've lost and so you know like in, in 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 much of the east in ancient asia you know there was a lot written there are so many there are scrolls and tablets and things and like we have all of the tombs from the pharaohs and we're fine you know they find uh, roman and greek and you know all these different um civilizations that had written but there's so much we've lost in oral so like I can't even pick because there's cultures that I don't even know existed that I wish I could go back and visit. Me, like for me, I would like to go to like the beginning of Atlantis. Mm. Like I'm a big fan of history overall. Like mm-hmm. I like soul uh, tribe members. Yeah. Got a lot of like the same. Totally. Type of thing. So I love Egyptian history. I love Roman history. I love mm-hmm. like just all oh, because I, have past lives in different times so mm-hmm. it's never i was just a black guy like just going through the times now i've been white i've been european i've been latino i've been chinese like i've mm-hmm. different past lives like mm-hmm. experiencing over like thousands of years of public yes. time so i'm like me like if i can go back it'll probably be atlantis like, mm. just to see like where they went wrong at right it right the world up so i'm like if i can just go back and see like I, yeah mm-hmm. i know it was great it was a magnificent time but you always have those certain individuals who wants to right conquer yeah. and destroy so totally um, i mean that's like i you know also i have such a fascination with the um the indigenous communities that also were in um like Central and South America and North America too, right? Like the indigenous communities that were here originally, um, but like the Inca and the Maya and like, you know, these, the, these, the Aztecs, like these cultures that had so much art and history. It's so fascinating. And it just seemed like to all disappear, like not everything disappeared, but like, like you said, the oral, like a lot of the times oral traditions were lost. Right? Yeah. Because, because, you know, we can go off statues. But right. <laughs> like. Right. Well, because the systems were created for those histories to be right, wiped out. Right. Like ultimately that's why that happened. The systems were created for those cultures and those histories to be eradicated. And that's exactly what happened. Like, and that's why I don't too much get caught up on like history. I love history, but I'm not a person who's going to be sad. This happened. Like I'm a black guy. So talking about slavery, like, most people are angry and sad that it, that it happened, but me understanding just how the universe works, like mm-hmm. that had to happen. Like, in order for like, nothing is a mistake on this planet. Nothing is a, like, mm-hmm. no matter how good, no matter how bad it is, everything happens for its reason. So, mm-hmm. people, like and I it's said, been happening for millennia too, right? Like slavery today. is not a new concept. It still happens today. Like, absolutely. Just, but and it's me, been like, around for so long, but that doesn't mean that it's something that like we should be not working to dismantle. Exactly. So my whole thing is like I always knew my history didn't start there, but a lot of people of my that grew up like me they don't know that they don't understand mm-hmm. me being always interested in history and like reading myself. Like so, I've always went back and like try to see like okay where did I come from but mm-hmm. uh, they don't have that curiosity I mean, most of the time right they're just they'd rather be 
handed the information, no matter if it's right or wrong, as long as they don't have to go find it themselves. So mm -hmm. I got on that. <laughs> 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 like I said, the conversation flows and which everywhere. Yeah, it does. That's, that's just the way I go. So how that's are you awesome. from New York? Uh, are you? I grew up in Pittsburgh originally, uh, but New York has been home for almost 15 years. So. I, I've been to New York one time in 2012. I was, uh -huh. there, for, I was there for yeah a week. It was Fleet Week uh, for the Navy and Marines. Mm -hmm. So that's when I was in the Marines. I was able to go. Awesome. Never went back. But my wife, like, we was having a conversation. I think yesterday or the day before, and she was just saying how she wanted to move there. I'm like, not mm. me. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, Vegas is pretty nice for me. Like, I love. Mm -hmm. I love the West Coast, East Coast. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> hey, you know, we all have our preferences. Yeah, and I see like the horn stop being blasted. So it was not really that loud like I thought it would have been like throughout the whole. Yeah, um, well, I think eventually the cars got to get down the block. So, yeah, true. So, uh, where do we go from here? Tara reads. Well, yeah, I was going to say, shall we do a reading? Yeah, that's what we can do a reading now. Great. So we're going to do three cards. Um, do you have something? So do we want to do a, a reading for you or do we want to do like a general reading? I mean, I know that anyone listening is going to hear this at, at the time they need to hear it. Um, mm -hmm. You we know, can, so. We can do a but I <laughs> For you? Yeah, because it'll always resonate with somebody else. I, I remember that. Great. Awesome. Uh, so is there something specific that you want to explore with your reading today? Nothing in particular. I'm trying to decide and feel into what we're going to do. There's no direction at all you want to take. Go finances. Hmm. But that'll be resources. Yeah, resources. Mm -hmm. Resources. All right. Let's try a past, present, future on resources. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. That feels. That feels like that. That I think is the right. I don't we're like. So like I said, I usually give the reading. So to begin the reading nine years later, like and it's. I don't know where we go. Yeah. Like, I don't know where. Because. Yes. You do so many readings on yourself. And you're like, I, I really don't. Yeah. Know. Well, no, it's helpful to, to do readings with other people when you do read because, you know, we tend to have really. We can, we can get into this habit of always interpreting the card the same yeah. way every time. Mm -hmm. And so it's often helpful to have another perspective. That's one hundred percent in the reading. Yeah. So I, that's that's my that's why I like I like to do that. All right. Let me give these one more shuffle, and then we're gonna cut the cards. So you're gonna tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. So this deck is called The Wild Unknown. It's by uh, Kim Kranz. 
and it's beautiful. It's all animal imagery. So all of the um, cards are rather than we see humans on them, they're all animals. Um, and do we think that most of your audience has an under a general understanding of the tarot or do we want to give them a quick rundown? We can give them a quick rundown. Awesome. They, yeah, they may know some of it, but mm -hmm. cool. So I I like to say that tarot is like a visual representation or a physical representation of information that we hold within ourselves. So we've got this information, our hearts are in our guts, but it hasn't made it up to our heads yet. So like think of it, it's like texting yourself a meme, right? Like you get this image to communicate with yourself about how you're feeling or what is happening or what you are holding within your body. So <clears throat> the tarot is made up of two parts. We have the major arcana and the minor arcana, which Kenneth and I were chatting about already. Um, the major arcana are our magic cards. So when they show up, we pay special attention. Uh, as we said, they correspond to the human soul's evolutionary journey. So we start with the fool, your favorite which is that very fresh energy, very um, naive and curious and ready to step out and like take the leap on the journey in the first place. And then we go all the way up through the very completion energy, sort of whole healed that is the world. And then the minor arcana is kind of like a traditional deck of playing cards. We have four suits, ace through 10, but then we have four court cards instead of three. So we've got a king and a queen, and then a knight and a page. Sometimes you might see prince and princess. This deck is father, mother, son, and daughter. Um, and they kind of correspond to either characteristics within yourself or people in your life. Um, what else? Our four suits correspond to the four elements. So we've got fire, wands, passion, drive, creativity, the stuff that lights you up. We've got water, as we said, our feelings, our emotions, our, our intuition, that's our cups, our swords is air. So that is our, our anything mental, our, our mental state, knowledge, language, communication, technology, and anything like that. And then we have pentacles or discs or coins, and that's earth. And that's our physical, our material, our manifest. And so, you know, these two parts work together and correspond with each other. In a great way of explaining. <laughs> Thank way. you. Because I, I, I couldn't explain it any better. So, yes. All right. So, um, let's get to it, shall we? Yeah, please. Perfect. So, this first card is past. This is where you're coming from. And this, we've got the, the Six of Cups. And so the six, that's, you know, a little more than halfway through our, our ace through 10 sort of cycle that we've got. So <clears throat> you're moving through this sort of, um, this very like rooted energy. The six of cups is oftentimes about like childhood and playfulness and like where we're coming from. And we see that this has this beautiful tree. And it's got, I don't know if you can see up these multicolored roots. I can see them now. <laughs> yeah, they're so pretty. And then we've got the tree. 
the closer the picture comes in, like the more detail you see and the more beautiful. Yes. Yeah. So we have the tree and the roots and we can see that this card is actually upside down, right? And so there's some, you know, in tarot, you have reversals or inversions. And some people like to read that as like the negative expression of a card. I disagree. I think every card holds the full spectrum of its meaning. So I like to read them as either it's something that needs to be dropped from your life or your experience, or it's the internal expression of the card. And so for this, I would say like, with you, perhaps it's an internal expression of, um, you're coming from a, like a place of some playfulness and like youthful energy. I mean, you already mentioned that the fool is one of your favorites. So I would guess that you have a very, um, curious nature and are, you know, like to have a, a good time and, and playful in the things that you do. Yeah. So this is so. Is this card resonating for you to say yeah. like where you're coming yeah. from? Yeah, you you know, you spot on. <laughs> mm -hmm. And do you have other ways that you like to look at the six of cups? Uh, no, uh, honestly, no. Like that. Mm -hmm. That's pretty spot on. <laughs> pretty spot on. Amazing, amazing. I'm more interested in the card though. Like, that card has me because when mm -hmm. I look at the traditional six of cups is not a tree like that though. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and when we flip it, when we show it upright, you can see how it looks. Yeah. You know, you really yeah, see I, those roots. Yeah, I actually looked up right when you had it up the first time, the way it was presented. I'm like, mm -hmm. But now you're showing it the right side up. So like, right, but also it looks like a tree with yeah. the roots up. Absolutely. Yeah. just a wintertime tree <laughs> but it's also you know think about like the the thing i like about this card is like also it shows that sort of like idea of you have to go down in order to go up like everything's happening in both directions at the same time as above so below yeah we always laugh my best friend and i are you know grew up dancing so we always say it's all that ballet class shit like you gotta go down to go up <laughs> not a ballet but i do understand the term yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the idea of like getting really grounded and solid and rooted yes. um, in your emotional expression. And so that's, that's where you're coming from. Sounds about right. I love it. All right. Let's see our present card. Oh, wow. We've got the son of cups inverted. You're just full of cups here today. I don't know. I should have pulled some for myself. <laughs> So uh, the Sun of Cups, right? That is our like our Knight of Cups, and our Knight is a very active card, right? It's the yeah. idea of um, taking action. You know, the the court cards also sort of correspond to um, an evolutionary journey. Yeah. So we've got the the Page, which is that young sort of full energy. We've got the night, which is very much the sort of like teen, active, rebellious, like young person, just like making mistakes and learning how life happens. Then we've got the queen, which is like very nurturing energy, very motherly energy. And the king, which is that sort of um, very established and um, and like 
grounded energy. And it's sort of like the fullest expression of that suit. Right. And so when we have the sun of cups, we're seeing this, this opportunity, um, to like be active in your emotions. And again, we have it. It's uh, also inverted. It's upside down. Inverted so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we can see like the, excuse me, the cup family is all swans in this deck. And so we can see, you know, he's there with his, his cup and it's, it's full. That is a full cup. It is, you know, we can see it's kind of even overflowing. There's stuff coming out of it. Um, And, you know, I think the other thing about the representation of this and here, I'll flip it so you can see it upright, you know, well, we can't see all the work that goes on below the surface of that water that he's sitting on, right? Like there's a lot of work that has to happen under that water. And the uh, the swan, like that's been appearing a lot for me lately. Really? How about that? signs from the universe somebody's talking to you do you know who it is do you know who sends swans um not in particular but i do deal with a lot of uh people who crossed over so mm-hmm. i'm always getting mm-hmm. all kinds of signs yeah so i couldn't absolutely from right now but i'm pretty sure they'll make themselves known totally they always do not always you they usually do yeah it's, yeah true yeah. And again, right, right. Like we see it, it's this, the, the other thing I like, I think about with the, um, the inversion sometimes is like a new perspective around it could be like being required. You know, you kind of think of it like sort of like the hanged man in the major arcana, which is all about having new perspective or different perspective. Um, sometimes if I get stuck in my head with something, I will literally get into downward dog just to have a different perspective for a little bit. Like physical perspective. Yeah. Uh, and not, actually, I've been going through that a lot lately. Like just going mm-hmm. through perspectives. And mm-hmm. since I've been doing it, I've actually been on YouTube, like with positive minds only. So when I would go live, I would have these conversations with the people who were watching the live. And then I'll start mm-hmm. having different perspectives on one, like just one topic. Yeah. Like, kind of get your head wrapped with, like, what are you, like, make up your mind, basically. But it's just me understanding, like, oh, I'm seeing it from too many, many, many more angles than I usually do, so. Mm-hmm. And I, I, one of my live pre- re- previous lives was called Different Perspectives, so. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. I love it. So does it feel, does, does this Son of Cups feel accurate as to where you are right now? Like, beyond the swan showing itself to you again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, present moment. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about the third card, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see, because I'm, I, you know, I am uh, going to caveat this with tarot cards do not predict the future. Yeah. And no. also time is but a construct, like everything is happening concurrently. But this is not a prediction. This is simply a possibility of a direction you could go. Right. Yep. And we've got the mother of pentacles again, inverted. And so remember our pentacles, that's our earth. That's our physical material manifest. So that's moving through the physical world. And that mother is that very nurturing energy. 
And I think that uh, we can see it's a doe, right? It's a, it's a deer in this one when we turn it up. Right. And like, it's that, it's that protective and nurturing energy of your physical life, of your, of your material things, but like not materiality. Right. But like a comfortable home, like a a safe place to be like feeling caring for yourself, caring for your physical body as it moves through the world holding that spirit within it well actually kind of without it have you heard of this concept that like possibly like the soul is what holds ourselves together yes i have i love that so i might the house is feeling for you i might be getting one of those decks myself oh it's great so how's this card feeling for you but seeing it in reverse, it always gets me, honestly. So, to, mm-hmm. what do I get from that? Well, uh, let's let's talk about that really quick. What do you mean that that always gets you when they're reversed, when they're inverted? Um, maybe it's probably today because all three were first, mm-hmm. and. Like you said earlier, like most people, when they see a reverse, they see the, the negative. Not much saying mm-hmm. like I see the negative and like it being reversed, but just me knowing like, hmm, why, I wonder why they're all in reverse and not was upright. It's mm-hmm. not a bad thing like that I'm thinking, but I'm just like, just You're just curious like, about yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Encouraged. So me, when I would have those in reverse, I'd be trying to get a, a confirmation card, like why are these in reverse? But we could pull a confirmation card for sure. But I don't take do any, yeah, I don't take anything bad from the uh it because mm-hmm. those cards seems more loving, more like comfort no matter what. Yeah, right. That's the thing. And like this card to me is like I think that what this card is actually saying to you is self-care. And that self-care might not look the way it has looked before. Right. Like, cause you're in this act, you're in this moment of like active love currently in the present, you're in this moment of active love and that will change like how you do things going forward. And so I think that that's like, that's, this is like this nurturing self-care. And I think that the reason they're all upside down is because it's not going to look the way you thought it did. Ah, and that's what I was just thinking before you just said it. I was just about to say it for myself, but I, I, I realized like I've been through so much in life as far as like learning, and seeing things from a different perspective that I always got to remember it's time for a reset. So even mm-hmm. though I, like I changed my way of thinking before, it's always it's time for a new way of seeing things. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like you said, it's not going to be how it was in the past. So I I feel like I'm on a new journey. So I Mm. have to take things, take a step back. Yes. Perspective and see things from. uh, I love it. So can you confirm for me on camera? Is this one, two, and three? Or is it one, two, and three? Uh, Is the six of cups a one or a three? It's a 
one, I would say. Okay, like left to right? Uh, wait, left, right to left. Right to left. So this is left to right. Okay. Yeah. I can never remember these darn cameras if it's a mirror or if it is shooting it. Yeah, so now it's one, two, three. Okay, great. So these are your three cards together. And I mean, how beautiful of a reading that's like, it's like coming from this beautiful like tree and root and, and moving, being active in love and like finding your self-care and like real self-care. Not once again, another uh, synchronicity, like I was having a conversation about self-care. Mm -hmm. Like now I'm just saying like, okay, it's time for new self-care. Like mm -hmm. in what ways have I like not taken care of myself, but in what new ways can I take care of myself? Mm -hmm. And how interesting, look how much gray is in these cards. There's not a lot of black and white and there's not a lot of color. And like, I wonder if there's something in that saying like, there might be self-care in gray zones and like gray areas for you, you know, that things aren't so bright and bold in how they're presenting themselves, but like there are shades of it. Yeah. So I definitely resonate fully with the reading. Like, and there's more epiphanies I'm having internally that I'm just not saying. Yeah. But I want to just like sound like I'm on repeat, like, so. But I'm no made with the reading. Bring them to the table. As far as like being in the gray and seeing things, you know, that that's another synchronicity for me. But it wasn't like I was able to like fully grasp uh, what I was thinking at the time. But I'm, uh -huh. I'm kind of in my head trying to speak speak it out, and it's kind of coming out. Jumping. Process it. But that goes along with the Mercury retrograde as well. So I have to be right, familiar. right, right. We're not done yet. <laughs> exactly. So, but the read, like I said, the reading resonates fully. And like now I'm going to be like, okay, it's time to refocus. Because I've been mm -hmm. refocusing just on as far as like being strategic, as far as building my brand up. Uh, a lot of people don't know. Like I said, I took a six month break from doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. so I was figuring it, trying to figure out how to revamp it. So now, like I said, I'm doing it on live well not live but on zoom like we have mm -hmm. posting from now mm -hmm. on i won't be uh when i will post my podcast i didn't put too much effort in i put effort in speaking in the topics but as far as like delivering the producing it and the producing it like i was mm -hmm. pretty bad at that so now uh this past two months i've been in a different mindset as far as just everything i'm doing and i'm just like making sure i like just continue to uh, be consistent. Like that's the thing. Mm -hmm. I was never mm -hmm. consistent in anything I did. So now I'm becoming more consistent. And usually like when I would have set up a podcast in the past, I would have, uh, I wouldn't have showed up to my own podcast. Like, so I would have mm -hmm. skipped the appointment, but the day of I would have, something would have popped up and I would have been like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm about to do that podcast. So me, like I said, coming back and, Mm -hmm. honoring what i said i was gonna do committing to it yeah yeah so like it's a big step for me even though this is like just the first one mm -hmm. 
but it's just like now I have a new perspective going forward. Like, Excellent. Keeping on this path. So it was good having you. Like, like I said, this Thank is the first, first guest I had. And Welcome back. Definitely. Thank you for getting me back mm-hmm. in my group. Like, because I, like I said, I kind of forgot how to do the podcast for a minute, but I'm like, ah, oh, it's all not. It's just a nah. conversation. <laughs> the universe said you need a break. We'll bring you back, but we're ready. That's true. That's true. So, mm-hmm. yo, that was a dope conversation, dope reading. Thank uh, you. I will. And I'll take a picture so that you have it. I'll send it to you so that you have a picture as well. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, that would be it for today's podcast. Uh, can't tell you when I'll be back next, but I will be back. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Emily, for joining us. Thank you for the reading, uh, the information you shared with us. And if there's anything like you want to say before we get out of here, like, that would be dope. Yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to book a reading, you can find me on Instagram at Emily Ann MCG. That's Emily Ann, Ann and E, MCG. Um, and my website is emilymcgillentertainment.com and you can book right on my website. So there's a discount for 25% if you book through the website. So check it out that way. Definitely. Uh, Since I already got a reading, like there's no, (laughs) you're set. (laughs) I definitely can can send people your way. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in with us. Have a good one.